You've been you've been looking at success pitches, I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let me I check think... in with them if they <laughs> Success pictures is great because I I always like remember at random times that I haven't opened up Instagram in a week. Yeah. Because uh, looking at success pictures and I guess looking at Chaz's stories, if I remember to open it up, uh, yeah, it's are important. the only uh, things I use Instagram for at this point. Yeah. Oh, they haven't posted anything in five days. And the last one was the one they that dead? says... Uh, the last post was <laughs> a pretty scary. good one. It's the one that says, if you give up on your dreams, what's left? And the first picture is like a baby <laughs> aged 1 to 14 thinking about being Superman. The second image is someone aged 14 to 24 dreaming about a, uh, an airplane, a cruise ship and a car, like a Ferrari. Then the third one <laughs> okay. is a slightly less enthusiastic 24 to 33 year old. <laughs> That's real. Dreaming of like a Fiat and a uh, rubber boat. <laughs> And then the last one. I would love is, a fear. The last one is a guy with white hair, grumpy, aged 33 to 80. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> life Not ends at 33. That's anymore. just how it is. I mean, yeah. that's when Jesus died. So that's, that's true. <laughs> yeah. So for him, that really was like the end of his dreams, if you think about it. Yeah. I love that Success Pictures posted that and then didn't post anything else since then. Did they give up on their dreams? Have they hit age 33? <laughs> can you can you do an edit where it's me and just every single age I just have no dreams in the dream bubble? <laughs> <laughs> it's the reversal of that like one fear comic. Yeah, but it's no no but thoughts, it's no, no dreams, no dreams, <laughs> no dreams. <laughs> you have look, if you have no dreams, you can't be disappointed. So it's true. I mean, well, yeah, I suppose. But I'm I have dreams and I'm disappointed. So. Uh -huh. I never have dreams. I mean, I do have dreams, yeah. but they're like, but they're dreams. You know, I had this yeah, dream exactly. that I was a small, bold man and I had, <laughs> and I had to go down on an air hostess. And if I didn't do it well enough, I wouldn't win the game show that I was on and I wouldn't get the prize, which oh was a washing machine. <laughs> what a brilliant game show. <laughs> I don't even know when they broadcast that. That's definitely past the watershed stuff, you know? <laughs> That sounds like a, something from a David Lynch movie, like, unironically. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, it was a David Lynch dream. Um, <laughs> That's, you know, the worst kind of dream you can get. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's very... Freud would have some stuff to say about that one. Yeah, I'm not asking him, though. He can't tell me anything. <laughs> no. That's. I think that's a very good... Um, you know, you know that um, that post that's like, why do I want to go to a therapist so he can tell me I'm a homosexual? <laughs> he can tell me I'm a homosexual. So he can tell me man. I'm gay. So he can <laughs> yeah. tell me I'm a little yeah. gay boy. <laughs> no, I think. No thanks. Miss me with that shit. I'm straight. I'm straight. <laughs> <laughs> I think generally, like looking away from your problems uh, is is a good way to deal with them. So. Yeah. Mm. I will. I will just <laughs> you... be killed. By a airplane fuselage like Donnie Darko, and that will be the exactly. end of all my problems. <laughs> all right, let's <laughs> play. Je vais trouver un croissant, je suis enchanté. Où est la bibliothèque? Voilà mon passeport. Ah, j'arrête de partir. Baguette. Ah, ah, ah. 
Welcome to Immortal Infernal Incantations uh-huh. um, <laughs> with your your favourite hosts, uh, us, who you know. You know us. Yeah. We don't need to tell you who we are. It does. It's the same yeah. people who are here every week. Um, yeah. George has still declined. Um, George fucking lied to us on the last episode, so yeah. hold him accountable. <laughs> no, you need we'll to throw more Patreon money at us and then, and then it's going to show Maybe up. Maybe one day. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get there. <laughs> I 30 hope. patrons, I, like... I get a tattoo. 50 patrons, George comes on a Patreon episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited for this chapter, Janosch. It's been on my mind all week. <laughs> I, I have been... I, d- I may work full time, but yes. there's nothing for me to actually do at my job. So I just sit at my little desk for eight hours and, and think about Heartspell. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I'm excited to make fun of the French as well. Yeah, I love to do that. One of my favorite hobbies. It's pretty good. Um, yeah, I think I think there's some French stuff in this one that... Uh, yeah. That is going We've... to tickle your... Uh, French phobic, uh, the French phobic <laughs> node of your brain. Um, yeah, me, you. me and um, me and Janos and people in the in the Discord have been watching Emily in Paris to prepare for this. Um, yes, mm-hmm. mostly Great what TV I got show. from it is that I want to hate crime Americans. <laughs> <laughs> it. I yes. did not know it was done by the guy who did Sex in the City. Yeah, and it does make sense though, doesn't it? It's like a sort of bland version. Yeah, as soon mm. as I learned that, it it all made sense. Like it's mm. the way it's just ignorant of class. Yeah, it's just it's like, <laughs> every American loves their boss and works all the time really hard at their marketing agency that they work yeah. for. That's just everyone <laughs> in America. She works for like really expensive, like haute couture, uh, fucking elite french uh perfume stuff and what was mm. the other thing like vag uh fashion Bible. yeah for, for like <laughs> yeah it's just like women's products and thing. stuff i think and and yeah. everyone who works there is just like besides her boss like everyone has like no skills <laughs> to just there <laughs> and like one of the most pres- at, at what we're uh, supposed to believe is like one of the most prestigious uh, fashion brands of the world. Yeah, <laughs> she's competent because she's American, but they're French and lazy. I did, I do hate her so much, though. Is the thing? Oh, she's yeah. like, she she's like trying to. She has like no talk. qualities. Is the thing? No, she's really skinny. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> quality. That's the one um, thing about her. She's so like, generic. She seems to have no hobbies or likes or dislikes or like anything. She's skinny. She doesn't need the. Yeah, true. her one hobby is her work. She loves her work so much. Yeah, I fucking I like, hate her. I like the bit where she's trying to talk to her French coworker who doesn't speak English, and instead of translating something on her phone and then saying it out loud, she gets her phone to say it. Yeah, which mm-hmm. I just think is like, 
rude. It's so rude. I hate her so much, but I will continue watching the show. <laughs> we're gonna have I mean, to finish like we watched four episodes there's like six more so we're almost halfway mm. there and they just set up a confusing love triangle so we're gonna have to find out how that goes Ooh. It's, yeah. also she's a runner which yeah that's that's the thing like friends <laughs> okay. of the show um Val and uh, Alec from the podcast uh, LMNOP said on their first episode like <laughs> Because they talk about the part, the the show uh, Elementary and it introduces the character of Joan Watson by showing a montage of her going on a morning run. And they say immediately, like, TV shows need to stop trying to endear me to a character by showing them running. <laughs> <laughs> it's the least it has, relatable okay, thing you like can like do. They're like a hard worker if they're not running. It's It's cool. It's cool It definitely run. tells me a lot about a character, but it doesn't make me like them. <laughs> Okay. It no, it tells me that it's the type of character I'm supposed to like because they're healthy. Yeah. Which yeah, I hate. I'm not talking about any my new hobbies this week. Yeah, no. Okay. It's okay. I've been I've been known to run in the past. We've all done it. It's fine. We've we've all dabbled. We've all done it once we've or twice just to see what it's like. I did literally and I hated it. <laughs> yeah, it's done. It's unpleasant. People are it's like, so oh, you'll start I can't... liking it after like you've done about eight runs. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> but I have yeah. to do eight runs. <laughs> no, I can run for like, I, 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 I can run for like, I don't know, five minutes, seven minutes. And I'm like, oh, this is easy. I could do this for an hour. And then three yeah. minutes later, I'm like, I'm so close <laughs> to dying. <laughs> it's the hubris. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. <sighs> anyway. I wrote a chapter. Yeah, and I showed a chapter this yeah. week. So, what is this, chapter eight? This is chapter eight. Yes. Exciting. That's Paris. that's eight fucking chapters of a fucking book, guys. It's eight Whoa. chapters, yeah. We have I, over I, 50 I know, manuscript pages now. I know, we long, I know we normally wait until we've read the chapter to congratulate ourselves on uh-huh. how clever we are. But, <laughs> but I'm just giving us a little taste beforehand. That's so great, guys. Well done. Oh, thank you. I hope you're yeah, going to well feel done. the, the am... same way after the chapter. <laughs> And me too. <laughs> Excited to hopefully am... do so. <laughs> I'm already patting us on the back. <laughs> I'm never I'm never not patting us on the back. I'm just like my hand hurts, I'm patting us on the back so often. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like when I uh you know, feel alone and mm. uh you know, on my own, you know, then I and then I suddenly remember that you're patting my back right now, and then I feel better. <laughs> when you, yeah, whenever you feel alone and sad and lonely and down, just feel a faint, almost like spiritual yeah. pressure on your back, and that's me patting you on the back. <laughs> it's like the the like graphic footsteps, it. but good. Yes, exactly. Mm. <laughs> like I feel something something on the edge of yeah. vision and it's just it just feels very reassuring and that's me it feels yeah it feels very very relieving um mm-hmm. makes me feel like the relieved emoji yeah <laughs> changing all my all my usernames to just be the relieved emoji i think <laughs> so you <laughs> that's my new, that's my new thing okay that but in clown makeup like we've yeah. had enough you Ugh, know to... scary clowns where are the wholesome clowns at <laughs> Where are the relieved clowns? Yeah. 
God, I'm gonna have to. There's got to be like the emoji mashup bot definitely did clown plus relieved at one point. I'm gonna have to find that. All right, I wrote a chapter. Shall we read okay. it? Last Let's time we left it. off, our heroes they just landed in Paris. Uh, do we need oh, any other setup? No, they're in Paris. They're all they're Paris. hanging out. They're um, magnifique. Sisters there. Yeah, yeah. is there. Uh, as you'll see Everyone's in a favorite. few minutes. Fan favorite. <laughs> all right, I'm excited. Let's, let's start. Okay. I'm gonna start. Uh, yes. Chapter eight. Wait, I need to say the title of the book. Immortal Incantations, Heart Spell. Chapter 8. The fresh smell of croissants filled the air of La Sorciere, the tiny Parisian cafe Uncle Dominic instructed us to meet up in. It has been 24 hours since our plane had landed. After landing and checking into our hotel rooms, Uncle Dom had told us to take it easy for the first day. I have some contacts here. I will pull some strings with the local Witch Alliance, he said. I believe some of you have never been to Paris. He winked at me. Go, have some fun. You're young. Perfect opportunity to do some tourist stuff. See you all at 4 p.m. sharp tomorrow. Who goes now? Is it me? Uh, if you want. <laughs> <clears throat> it seemed almost unreal now. All the terror and anxiety I'd felt after the demon attack had left my body. I always thought calling Paris the city of love was just a cliché, but after breathing the Paris air for a day, taking in the sights and enjoying some omelette au fromage, and of course some crepe au chocolat, I couldn't deny the whimsical, laissez-faire attitudes of the locals getting to me. I began to feel much more relaxed. Just seeing the city at night almost made me feel like Nicole Kidman in Moulin Rouge. I could get used to a bohemian lifestyle, I thought. I could see it reflect on the others too. Well, most of them. Ed and Earl immediately fell in love with the city, wanting to hang out in nightclubs with the locals when everyone else is ready to sleep. They're basically French now, Tanya was joking. Luke's grumpy attitude from earlier was all but gone, mostly due to him being able to ignore Marco's presence. He even started joking again. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, he's joking well, again. <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say about me as soon as I log on to Twitter. Oh, she's joking again. All day he had been tears. <laughs> All day he had been teasing me about Simone de Beauvoir this, Simone de Beauvoir that. Simone de Beauvoir went to school here. I bet this is where she decided to hate all men when she didn't get a prom date. Simone de Beauvoir took a dump over there once. He must be so excited. He kept going on and on. I have no idea who he was talking about. <laughs> Incredible. But more than anyone else, I was astonished by Tanya. I'd never had, I would never have thought that the cold, distanced Russian hacker would feel so much at home in the most frivolous city in the world. <laughs> You'd think Paris would be the exact opposite of her, but she seemed immediately at ease. Then I realized, adapting to her circumstances is exactly what she's all about. After all, London is pretty different from Mother Russia as well. But she never seemed out of place. It's almost like she can hack into her surroundings. Oh my god. Literally, in the case of London, I thought, remembering our journey where she hacked the traffic system and saved Luke's life. What an amazing woman, I couldn't help thinking. 
As I was lost in these thoughts, I suddenly noticed that I've been staring at her all this time. Okay. <laughs> Our gazes met for a second, and just for a moment, I thought I could detect the slightest hint of a smile. <laughs> for the first time, it struck me how stunningly beautiful she was underneath her cold, detached <laughs> demeanor. As the French would say, Tanya had a certain je ne sais quoi. <laughs> if only she could open up to someone. But who could she truly trust? Surely not that brutish werewolf. I almost felt a little sorry for her that she ended up seated next to him again. <laughs> <clears throat> Stupid French internet. TikTok isn't loading. Kaylee's voice <laughs> tore me away from my musings. Kaylee, my lovely little sister. Out of all of us, she was the only she was the one least charmed by Paris. She barely even saw any of the city as she was too busy looking at her damn phone instead all the time. The only occasions where she briefly stopped making TikToks, playing Candy Crush, going live on Instagram, or having a laugh looking at her favourite Facebook page, writing grime memes beside hustling teens, were when she suddenly decided to make wildly inappropriate and inaccurate remarks about my love life. I still couldn't believe what she said the night before in the hotel room. I was just about to go to sleep when she said out of nowhere, I bet you don't even want to share a room with me. I looked at her, astonished. No, of course I'm happy to share a room with you, KK. You're my baby sister, after all. I gave her an encouraging smile. We're all glad to have you along. You're not, she said coldly, looking me directly in the eyes. I bet you wish you were sharing a bed with Luke. No, 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 Kay. Luke is my friend, but if... (laughs) (laughs) This is accurate, actually. This is good. (laughs) If I... (laughs) If I weren't here, I bet I bet you and Luke would be shagging. I was speechless. I could not believe what I was hearing out of my little sister's mouth. What the heck, Kaylee? Where did you even learn the S word? She ignored me. No, 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 that doesn't sound right. I bet it isn't Luke you fancy. I bet you want to shag Marco. Kay, that's just... Suits you well, hey head. Fancying vampires after what happened to our parents. You are literally the worst, Haley Juniper. And as if that would settle it, she closed her eyes and turned away from me in her bed. She couldn't have been right. Couldn't she? She couldn't have been right, could she? No. She's just a bratty teenager. Me and Marco, ridiculous. I have barely exchanged three words with him. And Luke, well, he's just Luke. Anyway, I'm not a romantic type. I fell asleep with these uneasy thoughts. I had a dream that night. I dreamt that I was in a castle with tall ceilings illuminated only with candlelight. I slowly walked up to a mirror and looked in it. There was no reflection. I heard a voice that was familiar, but I couldn't place it. The voice said, Long time no see, brother. (laughs) Suddenly I remembered where I knew that voice from. Scorpio. I turned around. The castle disappeared and I found myself in a forest. I started running. I was running away from something. I didn't know myself what it was. I just knew I had to run. But the more I ran, the closer it felt I got to whatever or whoever I was running from. I stopped for a second to look around and I noticed someone walking towards me. I'm sorry, Haley," he said. I'm sorry. It was Luke's voice. It sounded like he was close to tears. He, he kept approaching. As he got closer, still crying and apologising... A chilling realisation came to me as I understood. I touched my neck. It felt warm. Blood? I woke up, my heart racing. 
It was still the middle of the night, Kaylee sound asleep. It's just a nightmare, hey, I whispered to myself. Yeah, a nightmare. Nightmares aren't real. (laughs) (laughs) Nightmares aren't real. (laughs) Nightmares aren't real. Tanya, you're a nerd. Can you hack my phone so I have better internet? I'm so bored without my FYP. Kaylee's shrill voice brought me back to the present. I looked over at Luke, who was laughing in a joke Elle made. He had an honest, easy laugh. I couldn't help but stare at his teeth. Nope, no fangs. Just your plain old, run-of-the-mill, super-duper, regular human teeth. Guys! Guys. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. You do, you go. Guys, I said to the others, shouldn't Uncle Don be here already? You're right, Ed replied. We agreed on 4pm sharp, but it's already 20 past 4. I hope he didn't forget to adjust his watch to Central European time. (laughs) That can't be, Tanya said. I hacked Dominic's watch to show every time zone in the world at the same time. I guess it's just the famous British punctuality. As if on cue, I heard Uncle Dom's unmistakable voice ring through the cafe. Happy witch minute! I turned around. <laughs> Uncle Dom had entered the room with three young people dressed all in black. A dark-haired man with a moustache with an amused half-smile. A blonde, pale, serious-looking man. And a red-haired, voluptuous woman with a cleavage that was certainly too risque for a work meeting. I apologise for the delay, my friends, but I simply could not miss out on having a pan au chocolat at this wonderful patisserie our French colleagues showed me. Ah, but where are my manners? Let me introduce you to the Paris team. We have the incredible honour to be aided in our mission by three of the country's finest, young, pure of blood, and of course undeniably sexy witches, Pierre, Francois, and Amélie. Like the movie, Kaylee shouted. Everyone looked at her, bewildered. You know, Amélie, the movie, it's a viral meme on TikTok. Is it? <laughs> La fabuleux destin d'Amélie Poulain, Jean-Pierre Jeunet. 2001. The French woman, Amélie, replied, smiling, You have excellent taste in cinema, mon cher. <laughs> Kaylee looked back at her phone, embarrassed. Ah, oh, yes, we all love movies here. <laughs> Said Uncle Tom. <laughs> but let's get back to business, shall we? Francois, s'il vous plaît. He turned towards the mustachioed Frenchman. Of course. But first, let me just say, Bienvenue à Paris. I sincerely hope you've all had a wonderful day in our beautiful capital. Francois looked at us with a charming yet mysterious smile only a Frenchman could pull off. <laughs> we looked back at him expectantly, anxious to learn more about the mission. Ah, le British. Francois smirked, always more eager to talk about work than about fun. Très bien. First of all, let me reassure you. The Café La Sorcière is a safe space to talk about all things magic. The owner, Monsieur De Fleur, belongs to our society and makes sure all other guests leave. I looked around and it was true. We were the only guests in the café. I never noticed the other guests leaving. What kind of subtle magic was this? <laughs> Close sign. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Miss, Monsieur Dominique has briefed us all on the happenings in London, he continued. Excellent work, everyone. I was especially impressed by the comment c'est de de fingering. Luckily, I'm going to have a tougher time here, since we have advanced notice of them arriving. Should be a piece of cake, as you would just say. Pierre, would you mind? 
a blonde witch wordlessly pressed a button on a remote control and a hologram of a map of Paris appeared. I couldn't help but think, so cool. The British Witching Society needs to step up their game. Merci, Francois continued. <laughs> uh, as you can see, we located several sources of demonic and otherworldly energy. Our team can safely predict that the portal will open here. La Torre Eiffel. <laughs> Everyone gasped. Luke whispered in my ear. That's the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> Ed and Al were murmuring something. Oh, <laughs> Tanya, who had been typing at her laptop all this time, looked confused. After a moment, Francois continued. The attack is about to start in two hours. Plenty of time for us to walk over, evacuate the area, and prepare for the portal opening. Any questions? Tanya slowly raised her hands. Oui, madame? Oh my god. Monsieur, are you sure about the location? I've been doing a quick calculation myself and... Madame, I assure you, we have the most elite team on the case. A calculation error on our side is impossible. Tanya shook her head. I'm sorry. Must have been my mistake. Hmm. Uncle Dominic cheerfully clapped his hands together. Well, what are we waiting for? As our friends would say, allons-y. Fuck you. Allons-y. <laughs> as, as soon as we arrived at the Eiffel Tower, Ed and Elle immediately began encanting an evacuation ritual. It's a spell that only highly skilled witches can pull off. While it isn't technically complicated on paper, it requires extreme amounts of concentration, which can only be cast by two witches who are very in tune with each other. Compatible. Uh-huh. If, if executed <laughs> properly, all normies in the area will start leaving, seemingly of their own volition. After about ten minutes, the ritual started showing its effects. The French nodded approvingly. It took twenty more minutes until the area was fully cleared. Next, we took up our positions, advised by the French team. Marco and Horace went closest to the tower to fight any demons that might come through. Ed and Elle kept the ritual going. Uncle Dom observed from a safe distance, together with an increasingly more concerned-looking Tanya, who was still typing at her laptop, as well as the quiet Frenchman Pierre. Me and Luke were standing in front of the portal, together with Amélie. Our job was to close it as soon as it showed signs of opening. I couldn't help but notice how close Amélie was standing to Luke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just hope her... <laughs> I just hope her breasts won't distract <laughs> him, I thought bitterly. I mean, they're basically spilling out of their cups. Uh, Le Fonge. <laughs> the final member of the French team, Francois, who seemed to be the leader, had no fixed position. His job was to oversee all proceedings and jump in to help anyone who needed it. The time for the attack had come. We were ready to fight whatever tries to come through. I could feel the tension in the air. Everyone was holding their breaths. One beat passed. Nothing happened. Another beat. Still nothing. Big tower, keep on standing? I said to Luke, trying to ease the tension. Nobody reacted. Yeah. Then a faint rumbling. Distant shouting. We all looked at the tower, trying to see any hint of a portal, but there was nothing. I knew it! I knew my calculations weren't off. I heard Tanya shouting. Look, over there! We turned our heads in the direction Tanya was pointing. A horrible realization sank in. A portal had opened, alright. It was huge, dark and terrible. 
but it wasn't at the Eiffel Tower. It wasn't near the Eiffel Tower. Luke murmured what we all were thinking. Notre Dame. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> okay, now I'm patting you on the back. <laughs> Thank I'm you. patting you on the back, yeah. We're I'm all patting, patting all each other on the back. back. It's we like are, a we're all jerk, patting but each like, other on the back, here, yes. <laughs> like, supportive. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, I love stuff. these French bitches. This is great. <laughs> so funny. I I'm glad that you made pretty woman that she can hate as like yes. a feminist. <laughs> I got, I was so excited when I thought of that. Yeah, it's really good. Um, I love the Simone de Beauvoir cracks. That's really good. I mean, it's the thing, isn't it, that um, Luke, Luke is, um, he's actually knows a lot of feminist theory and um, Haley just doesn't actually know anything, so she's just confused no. when he talks about it. Yeah. She likes BuzzFeed articles yeah. about feminism. Yeah. Um, she read that she... Helen Lewis article that came out today that was like, um, meet, the w- <laughs> meet the women trying to end sexism in the aristocracy. <laughs> what? It was an article about how um, why why is it that women can't inherit a dukedom, mm-hmm. um, and how that's unfeminist? Okay, <laughs> because patrilineal, I don't know, whatever. You have to marry and be a duchess. It's stupid as hell. It's we have to feel sorry for the fucking dukes now. <laughs> we have to be like, why can't women okay. be dukes? I I think that's wrong, and you know what? I don't think it is wrong. I think it's fine. Yeah, I think it's fine. I, I think there should be no dukes. The article was very funny though. There's that one line in it that where they're like all horse girls because of course they are. But mm-hmm. there's like one of the Duchess ladies is like, um, <laughs> she's like, I'm Zoom ready on top and horse ready on bottom. What <laughs> about her outfit? <laughs> there's some real horse always ready, on ready to ride. Okay. <laughs> That's a lot to take in. Yeah. Uh, but I was going to say, like, watching Emily in Paris has actually also been, like, very helpful to understand this brand of feminism. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Is there, like, an entire plot line in that where, uh, where she gets oh retweeted by the epic feminist wife of the French president <laughs> for... <laughs> by Brigitte Macron. <laughs> le vagin n'est pas masculine. Girl power. <laughs> she noticed that French has gendered articles. <laughs> Which has <laughs> nothing to do with feminism. The vagina is not masculine. How dare you? God. <laughs> she noticed that French had gendered articles and decided, I am going to become turf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. it was pretty inspiring. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, I would also tell the model that she's not allowed to be naked on the perfume ad because it's it's mm-hmm. hurting the cause. Yeah, it's for the first time a perfume ad was ever sexist. The first time advertising. Yeah. She has, I can't believe she's been working for social media for Marketing? however. And she has not encountered uh, sexist commercials before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just don't understand how she's like, this is so wrong, but also I love to work for Big Pharma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I love to market drugs, but we can't market these drugs with naked women. Mm-hmm. No, that's fucked up. That would be like really wrong. Yeah. Is it feminist, fellas? Is it, ladies? Is it feminist to inflate drug prices? Yes, if it's a woman doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. If and and her boss at her uh, company is a woman, so it's it's great. And she's also that's really progressive. Her. Yeah, and she's like, I am not a feminist, I am a woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh. Yeah, yeah, because French are all sexist. Like, that's the other thing. Like, the yeah. French are all okay with it. It's just the Americans who are, like, more progressive. America yeah. invented feminism and the French Famously. have never heard of it. <laughs> Who's Simone de Beauvoir? Who is well, that? Well, no one why knows. Is, why does Luke keep <laughs> saying I should be excited to be where she was? Yeah. <laughs> Who even oh, is he's that? joking again. Whatever his whatever it is, he's joking. I don't get it. <laughs> Luke's joking again. Does she does she write for Jezebel? <laughs> <laughs> but I was very excited when I when I realized that I could make um when I could I realized that I could like come up with the French team and just make one of them the character that we talked about earlier in mm-hmm. at least in our Discord, like I think George has written an excellent paragraph about woman character being uh, very bothered by other woman character who is too sexual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. She's she's attracted to it, but she also hates it because she's not like other women. Yeah. Yeah. It's like in um, House of Night where um, the main character, everyone is in love with her. Uh, but she hates this one girl because she sleeps with people and she's like, that's disgusting. Mm. What a slap. <laughs> Actually, having a uh, having a big cup size is anti-feminist. <laughs> yeah. If you're a feminist, you would get breast reduction surgery. That's all I have to say about this. Um, I am... <laughs> There's so much in this that I'm... Yeah, this is really good. I'm scrolling back up through it. Um, I love. I guess the bit. I, I'm once again landed with an action chapter. <laughs> <laughs> we have both been landed with action chapters. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Janos just really doesn't want to write. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's just it's just how these chapters go. I I don't know. Uh-huh. I already had mm-hmm. trouble writing a dream scene because I had oh, to yeah. describe. Oh yeah, pretty good. I like the dream scene. I like that we're introducing this. Um. Early as well. We're like, oh, yeah. what's going on with Luke? He's mysterious, and he was found as a child. What does this mean? Mm-hmm. Do you think no, he was floated, down the, real, was he floated so. down the river like Moses? What? <laughs> nightmares aren't real. Nightmares aren't real. That's a very good line because nightmares are real. <laughs> <laughs> like objectively, you can have a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> The witching minute, I very good. So dumb, I love it. Um, I felt like this was a um, dig um, at me. <laughs> it might have been. Uh huh. Which is fine. I'm fine with it. You know, it's if if we can't put our true feelings into our art, exactly. where can we put them? So. <laughs> <laughs> this is we are becoming the uh Fleetwood Mac of uh co-writing teams. <laughs> Every single chapter is just passive aggressively like attacking the other two writers. Uh, 
also this book is as good as the album Rumours. Mm. So in yeah, a way, exactly. it be, it's so, worth it. Yeah. I think the more hostile we get, the better the writing will be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just art, baby. Yeah. So they mean about suffering for your art. Uh-huh. Um, more suffering, <laughs> more art. That's just maths. Mm-hmm. It's a graph. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a little. It's a little graph. Yeah. I liked Tanya saying that she hacked Dominic's watch to show every time zone in the world at the same time. <laughs> Very helpful. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Tanya. I just want Tanya to like. I I'm trying to inject Tanya hacking things whenever I can because I think it's funny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She can hack into her environment. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, we love metaphors. I love metaphors. So much. <laughs> I like metaphors. Very good stuff to have in writing. Um, yeah. No, this is this is very. This was yeah. This was good stuff. I love learning all about France. Um, something which I don't know anything about. So, yeah, useful to have. What else did I enjoy apart from all of it? Um, I love I love Kaylee just being a bitch for literally no reason. Um, <laughs> How did my fifteen year old sister learn the word shagging? <laughs> yeah, that's 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 horrible. How would she know a word like that? How would you know the S word? <laughs> the famous S word, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, and Haley's like, "Do I? Am I attracted to Marco? That's that's wild." Um, see, that's really good because she dismisses it, which is going to make it really surprising when yeah. she's genuinely attracted to Marco. <laughs> exactly, I'll make it a big twist. <laughs> yeah, this is foreshadowing. Um, uh huh. Yeah. yeah, and it's good foreshadowing. Exactly. It's really good. Um, I love Emily. Um, yeah, good stuff. Emily is a viral meme on TikTok. <laughs> is it? Someone has... No. Is it? But my, somebody uploads the entirety of the movie onto TikTok, but it's, you have to watch it in <laughs> minute by minute. Uh-huh. It's like, yeah, that's the only way TikTok generation watches movies. It's the only way Kate watches movies. Yeah. Haley's really sad that Quibi um, has gone down. <laughs> But they, they didn't. Didn't Joe Biden say he was going to employ the Quibby person to be a member? Oh, of yeah, sure. yeah. It's That's chief so of funny. commerce. Qu- Quibby lives on in all our hearts. <laughs> no, but like Quibby is a grift, and Joe Biden loves yeah, grifters, so it makes sense. That's true. Yeah. He's like, who's the most union busted yeah. person I can find? <laughs> <laughs> I I think like that. I imagined Amelie being a viral meme on TikTok the same way as like. Uh, and Amanda Palmer's songs, uh, the Homestuck parody, could be a viral meme on TikTok. Like it changed Sorry, Ooh. I just went on TikTok to search Emily. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm curious. I I I bet the like music of Emily could be like used for a ton I of feel... TikToks. I feel like the Justin McElroy Emily thing gotta be on. Oh, here. that's definitely on TikTok. What they're like, I am Emily. Yeah. I am Emily with a spoon. I am with a spoon. Okay, so there's some woman called Emily Zilber who's like very. That's all that's coming up. Is she French? Um, I don't think so. She voted some. She dated some guy called Nick Austin. Oh, I've heard of him. 
This is great uh, audio. She's just very Yeah, I know. I have no idea if she... It's all lip syncing. I don't know if she's French or not. <laughs> <laughs> but she's very blonde, so I don't like her, because that's feminism. Hey, you know what's really hard is reading dialogue and switching between putting on a French and a Russian accent. Yeah, I was going to say, it seems, seems like a challenging um, linguistical trick. I can get into uh, one of them, but then switching. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's fun. It's good to me. Um, <laughs> I love to... I just love making fun of the French. This is hitting some really sweet spots. Um, none of them have smoked yet, though, so... Yeah, I didn't know how to inject it organically. <laughs> <laughs> but you injected Happy Weed Minute. Look, I mm-hmm. had to. Yeah, well, uh, you know, if... Chaz, if you want to have them smoke during the action scene, you know. <laughs> I would love to have them smoke. Um, you see, this is the thing. As I was, I was talking to Annie about this, I don't think they smoke enough mm-hmm. on Emily in Paris. I think that's my one criticism. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Which is that they, they don't smoke a realistic amount for the French who do smoke whenever there is an opportunity to roll a cigarette and smoke it, in my, in my experience of two French people. Um... <laughs> And they they will never be on time because they will walk very slowly because they are smoking. Um, uh-huh. So I think I'm going to have to bring my real life experiences. You know what they say, right? What you know. Um, all my French characters are going to stroll very slowly towards Notre Dame while smoking cigarettes. <laughs> it's just accurate. Yeah, uh, true. Because the French are also lazy and are never on time. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is true. I'm unlike me, got, he's always on time. They gotta spend so I need them to spend some time in like a restaurant at some point in Paris so I can do that joke about like the catering show Pinot Gris and Pinot Grigio. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. it's still one of the best jokes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I we love Australian humor on this podcast. I think yeah. after the after the fight they can like debrief in a yeah in a, a five star restaurant <laughs> so um it's important that i know how much how much of the action is my chapter taking up do you think um like what happens to you next chapter i quite like to yeah um do you want to do i mean we could we could have it even be like not not a long action scene because if she's trying to close the portal and he does the spell like at that point then it, they go like it would be over pretty quick and then they could wake up and it all has ha- sort of happened and they're mind melded you know yeah but I could see this because I, I think this should be like the fallout of this should be worse than from the London thing yeah oh yeah, yeah well like Ed and L have to die Ed and L have yeah. to die yeah maybe they're gonna I'm thinking... like yeah, I'm thinking they get to the portal. Yep. Um, she's trying to close the portal. Marco casts the spell. Um, they both go unconscious, and then when they wake up, in they have some sort of weird connected dream, and then they wake up. And when they've woken up, like there's been massive destruction. Notre Dame is on fire. Oh, that's good. Um, <laughs> and um, the, the the window's broken, and like there's multiple casualties, and they're like, we just managed to do it without you, but it yeah. It, yeah. No, but having them knocked out for terrible. most of the action scene is a good trick. Yeah, because we don't <laughs> want to do like repetitive exactly. action stuff as well. 
Mm. Um, but this yeah, way Bella Forest really... books never do that. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I'm, I'm we interested. We get on the red bird. We get off the red bird. I'm interested to how like because this has all been like fun and games so far. Yes. Yes. Uh, so I'm excited to see like some real consequences coming from this by losing beloved characters at and there. Combat magicians. They wanted to go clubbing. It's yeah, they they were tired and that's why it happened. Fan favorite <laughs> characters, the ones that like no one would expect. Like out of this team, the the, the characters people would least expect to die. Yeah. How I want I'm interested in what Luke is gonna how Luke is gonna feel because he's not meant to, is wait did he he's coming with them right yes on this yeah. Yeah. well I mean all he says at the hotel to look after Kaylee mm. and then he can be like fuck I wasn't there no yeah, I al- I already had them but oh. he's already there he's already fuck, there I didn't he's looking oh, yeah. at the um the, oh, the I guess yeah you're right I didn't <laughs> consider what happens to Kaylee after the. <laughs> she's just there now that you mention it he's I did the entire layout the of how thing. they split up <laughs> yeah you're gonna have to retcon that somehow and say what happened to Kaylee but so far the the thing was she was also in the cafe mm. with them and then you know Luke and uh, Amelia are standing close to each other so you know Luke is involved in the thing at least at the Eiffel yeah. Tower but maybe he I'm will maybe... like maybe he will protect uh, Kaylee now that the Notre yeah. Dame thing is happening because that's yeah maybe it's starting. bigger and closer to the hotel yeah. or something and they're like you gotta go and they haven't Kaylee. taken safety measures already like like yeah. they did with the Eiffel Tower like they thought exactly. I think I think this is like important uh, for like dramatic purposes to lay out that you know to just see the hubris of them being like Oh, this is gonna be easy, ho ho ho. Yeah, it's just, just the gonna... French ruining everything by being wrong. It's just gonna be a stroll, and then... exactly. <laughs> but <laughs> then it's like much people... worse than they thought, and people die. What if all the people they got to leave the Eiffel Tower just went straight to Notre Dame? <laughs> <laughs> just twice the number oh of casualties there normally would be. <laughs> Yeah, you have to go somewhere if you can't look at the Eiffel Tower and you're in Paris. Yeah, and there's only two places in Paris, and it's the Eiffel yeah. Tower in Notre Dame. So where they else went, would they have gone? They went from the Eiffel Tower through the Arc de Triomphe, and now they're in Notre Dame, and they're like, shit. Shit, mm-hmm. there's a big, there's Fuck. something, something wrong here. Yeah. Um, they, they consider going to the Louvre Pyramid, but uh-huh. the events that, go, that happen in the Da Vinci Code are taking place, so they can't <laughs> get near it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what if Luke is Jesus's ancestor? Um, <laughs> what if Luke is the right hand of God? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I am the angel Gabriel. Tell me, Gabriel, how does it feel to be the left hand of God? Um, <laughs> I think that's good. That would be bad. That would, bleh, that would be good writing, and I look forward to putting it in. What if the portal opens up? What if the portal opens up and a sexy gay angel comes out? That would be. He's like, oh, I thought I was going to gay hell, but this is so much worse. <laughs> Paris, <laughs> fuck. Oh my god. Yeah. What if there are angels? I think there should be angels at some point. I think yeah, that I would think be so. cool. Well, yeah, I mean, if we have demons. Exactly. And as we know, um, 
like vampires and werewolves are biblical, so yeah, it it makes sense that they would be like maybe they're like witches are descended from angels mm-hmm. or something. Mm. In book three, they're gonna have to kill pure. God. Yeah. <laughs> that's when we have to escalate it, like shown in anime style. Yeah, and the enemies have to keep getting stronger and stronger. Yeah. <laughs> maybe when they're in Roman Vatican. Uh-huh. Vatican Rome. Yeah, Vatican yeah. Rome. <laughs> uh, the angels are gonna be the Deus Ex Machina. They're gonna just show up, and you know, in, in the last minute, where there's, there are also desperate angels show up and defeat the demons. Well, maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe that would be a satisfying like, ending. Yeah, exactly. maybe it's just like sacrificing herself um, to get the sort of the the body energy. Um, she like. She like moves between worlds and she can see all like angels in a circle in that big round bit next to the Vatican and they're like they're all like glowing and she's like shit, they were there the whole time. Fuck. Um that'd be really that's a beautiful image, I think. <laughs> Sound of silence by disturbed is playing in the background. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... Oh my god. Silence. What a great book. I am Yeah. Once again. Once again, as I started writing this chapter, I was like, am I even good at this? Uh, I have some structural problems because I wanted to start in the cafe, but I want to also do some flashback stuff. Uh, but then, I, you know, you just start writing and then it's just easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it's you so read it easy. out and everyone is patting you on the shoulders. So. Yeah, I'm still patting you on the back. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't stopped, so no, I haven't. Um, I've been working up my wrist strength for this very moment. Mm, yes, <laughs> I know you're very strong, so you're one of yeah. the best. But also very tender, so you're great at petting. It's about the control, you know. It's like you have the strength, but you also don't have to exactly use it. strong and tender, like a slow cooked, well flavored <laughs> beef stew. Yeah, that's me. That's how I think of you always. Yes. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> what great paid content yeah People love it listen if you like this tell us in the comments that you love it yeah please um, exaggerate just a bit so we feel better about ourselves yeah tell your friends <laughs> yeah tell your friends i got alec to subscribe so uh, yeah oh yeah um, yeah so many that's that's so many subscribers to our Patreon mm-hmm. who are listening to this. That's at least like eleven. Yeah, and please also welcome. tell us uh, how how great each of us are, like individually. Yeah, uh, yeah. Tell me Actually, that I'm individually us... great and that Yana and Lucy are like okay. Tell us which one of us you like the most. <laughs> yeah, you need to increase our hostility so the art can be better. <laughs> yeah. God. Please don't actually though, because what if I'm the least popular? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell us who your least favorite is. That's what I want to know. <laughs> I won't mind if it's me, I understand. <laughs> My least favorite is Craig. I would mind if it was you, because that would just be wrong. It would be really good if it was me. I think that would really... <laughs> that would really make me happy, I think. Um... No, I was thinking we should like start selling merch, where it's like... Um, <laughs> we sell t-shirts of each of our faces individually. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. And the one who sells the most is gonna have to get kicked off the podcast because they've become a celebrity <laughs> now, and we we don't want celebs here. I just don't think people will buy like t-shirts of our faces. I just don't think that will happen. It's just it, in concept the funniest merch idea to me. 
I do yeah. think we should have a Redbubble um, where we sell t-shirts with yeah. fun quotes from the podcast, yeah. like, fuck you, Patrick Rothfuss. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> More like shame of the wind. <laughs> More like shame of the wind. And uh, my, I'm respecting women so hard right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm drenched in respect. Yeah, um, I'm drenched in. in if you're skinny, women. you yeah. can't be horny. <laughs> yeah, just those quotes that everyone loves and repeats all the time. Yeah, um, we could put some of the Bin Laden jacking off stuff onto a uh-huh. shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! We could yeah, put just on, like a... we could do Heartspell merch. The There's just a picture of the twin towers, and it says Heartspell nine <laughs> eleven, but more. Oh my god! I think. I think, I think what we, we need is uh, a, a t-shirt that has like um, an arrow pointing at uh, maybe your crotch and it says <laughs> Bin Laden injected two pictures of this. <laughs> We'd sell so many. <laughs> It's like it's like a souvenir one that says I ejected it in um, Bin Laden's bunker 2018. <laughs> All I got was this stupid t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Oh. I do genuinely think we should have like purple heart spell t-shirts that have like a quote from heart spell that says big wheel keep on spinning. Oh, yes! The Londoner. That yeah. would be really good. Um, and we could also do ones that are like, I went, I fought demons at the Roman Vatican and all I got was this lousy t-shirt. Yes. <laughs> and then just one that just has the uh, the book cover on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's such good quality. I, I really um, want to like, because others be like, oh, let's sell like t-shirts that are like fun or well-designed or have a... Snappy <laughs> phrase on it. I just want to make the worst merch, like the the one that's really yeah. bad to look at. Just the like <laughs> graphically least designed. I think if everything's slightly off center, that would be really good. I'm like remembering the uh, Jenny Nicholson video where she just had a, a t-shirt that just had Kylo Ren's face on it. <laughs> that's like <laughs> the level of merch I'm aspiring to. Yeah. It's gonna be like the um like the Primark Riverdale shirts where it's like a really horrible print that just disintegrates after like uh-huh. five washes. Yeah. It's the Riverdale t shirts that just have that picture of Jughead on them and it says Jughead was here. Um, oh, in, like, my note well, like my real text underneath. I Yeah. I don't know if I want Jughead to be here. <laughs> Jughead's always here in your heart. Jackhead he has here. some rancid auras, I think. <laughs> He's weird. He's just gay. He's <laughs> weird. <laughs> you ever seen him without this hat? That's weird. He's not allowed to be asexual because this is a sexy show. Yeah. I mean, it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's in the description. It says, yeah. oh, a sexy show. We are a Not Safe for Work podcast on Patreon. Um, so we have been put in like in like the 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 sort of like um yeah in that um bracket. it's just us and my dad wrote a porno yeah yeah exactly and I'm I'm sure our listeners agree that you'd rather jacket to us than my dad wrote a porno so yeah and they do yeah 
If, we're not funny. I know they do. If you jacked it to <laughs> us. If you... If that's what you've been doing, please write us a comment on our... Um... <laughs> if you've been jacking yeah. up to us, let us know. Let us know. <laughs> Leave a we like always like to get audience feedback. Um, <laughs> tell us how we could improve the experience. Uh-huh. Um, uh, write more RPF of us. That's... <laughs> I'm still waiting for, for, for the RPF about us. I'm genuinely excited to find out if that happens. <laughs> Good episodes production um, rumors AU. <laughs> oh my god, band AU. That's so good. Yeah. I would love that oh so god, much. Yeah. I'm gonna write that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I for one can't wait. Wait to read it. Good, because it'll be it'll be pretty good. Just saying. Um, <laughs> I haven't read a lot of band AU though. I've got to sort of go and see what the tropes are. Mm. Um, deciding which of us will be the lead singer and which of us will be like lead guitarist and which of us is like on drums. the person the person who wins the competition and gets to meet us backstage <laughs> and falls in love <laughs> it's you write a f- uh, RPF about us but it's about where we're One Direction and we buy you <laughs> okay <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna write some, I'm gonna write some RPF and it's gonna make everyone so uncomfortable. I'm oh, very yeah. excited. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, um, I, I, I am, I, I think I would genuinely be uncomfortable, but I'm, I've gotten to a point where I'm starting to enjoy being uncomfortable, so great job, <laughs> I guess. That's the Chaz experience, I think. Um, <laughs> discomfort. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this has been Who Watches the Watch Patreon bonus episode Immortal Infernal Incantations Heartspell. Um, and we have been your funny hosts. Um, and we're patting you on the back right now for listening yeah. to us. Mm-hmm. So enjoy that. Yeah. Um, um, Here's up. Keep on recording. Slide into my DMs. Um, say hi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> send me RPF. Don't send me nudes. Um, <laughs> unless you want to. Um, you can send me nudes if you want. Yeah, it's fine actually. Um, <laughs> I I hope we'll we'll see you soon. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah. see you on the main episode. Please tell us how much you love us. Um, yeah. Please uh, come up with individual great things about everyone. You can't leave out anyone. This is a... You can leave out George. You can leave out George. <laughs> he's, he's not here, so... Yeah, mm-hmm. he won't know. Exactly. No, you have to say... Uh, I will only like George once he starts going on the bonus episode, so... Yeah, gonna create going to create a, um, a bonus... Uh, chat in our public discord uh-huh. and then i'm gonna make it so george can go on it <laughs> george himself has to subscribe to the patreon i'm gonna i'm gonna create yeah i'm gonna create a user thing that just says george and then he's banned from it um, okay yeah we'll, we'll see you on the episode yeah 